0: (laughs) Hey, what's going on ladies and gentlemen? I am your host, the microphone messiah, Philip Antoine. And I am joined by the current reigning, defending Bullet cast champion, Mister Brandon Tanguma. BT, how you doing today? It's Thursday. You know what that means.
1: Yep, another edition of the Bulletcast. Philip, I'm doing great. We had a fantastic. We had a fantastic WrestleMania this past weekend. Dynamite was great. Raw was okay. And then was today, excellent. today is opening day. It's lovely. It's a little later than it should have been, but it's still opening day. Happy opening day to you, Philip, I know you don't celebrate
0: what do but you it's mean? Still a great day what do you mean bro I was I used to play baseball back in my day
1: yeah being to join Los Padres because apparently the Los Padres is the official baseball team of the bullet Cast. Oh really that's what I've been told.
0: That's as that's you've been told. I used to play baseball back in the day i was I was a regular uh Kevin Mitchell. okay okay yeah, yeah shut up with the was it 80, 86 Mets right? Sure.
1: You're the baseball guy. You're supposed to know this. Well, I'm not the biggest person on the '86 Mets. I mean, if you you know name drop Daryl Strawberry yeah. or somebody like that, you know some of those guys out here doing the cocaine, even though that was pretty much the entire uh, team. Whoa, Lenny
0: Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> Yo, Lenny Dykstra is a wild dude. Hey, I want to I want party with Lenny Dykstra, bro. That that would be something. Shout out Daryl Strawberry. Uh, no, but we are we are here. Um I, I a lot of things have happened um, in the past couple of days. One, the bullet cast title defenses for the remainder of the year. Uh go on our Instagram and Twitter, you know, the bulletcast on Instagram at bulletcast on Twitter, so you can uh, find out about these, but I will read them off. AEW Double or Nothing, um, May 29th. West Coast Pro 93 till infinity, June 10th. WWE Money in the Bank, July 2nd. WWE SummerSlam July thirtieth, AEW All Out September fourth, uh, the Underground Wrestling Alliance's Devil Night on um, October thirtieth, AEW Full Gear November thirteenth, and WWE Survivor Series November twenty sixth. Title defenses subject to change. So yes, as as of right now, all those dates are locked in for the BullyCast Championship to be defended. How you feeling?
1: Feeling good. At least that means I get to hold the title for over a month. Uh, there's no money in the bank to to speak of at the moment, so I don't got to worry about no random challenges. There might be a random challenge if we agree on something, but you know, I, I think double or nothing being the next title defense does make a lot of sense. We should be there. I will be there. Maybe Philip. Maybe Brian. Maybe Huey. Who knows who's gonna be there? It's gonna be a great time in Vegas.
0: Absolutely. I uh, <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking a step back from um from from the championship picture for the time being. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, other great things happened. We are now on Spotify Green Room. Yay. Mm. Yes. Yeah, Spotify Green Room. Uh, are you familiar with Green Room, Brandon?
1: No clue. I think uh, over on Curveballs and Share Shots, they'd be telling me to to join it and i just ignore it because i don't know what it is phil tell the people and me what a spotify green room is
0: so i mean you know what twitter spaces are right it's basically kind of the same thing so a green room is a new social audio app uh, from spotify that lets you host and participate in live discussions through virtual rooms, you can listen and talk about uh, the things you love with artists and fans with similar interests. I listened to one uh, last night from Complex, uh, unsanctioned, with uh, my homie Sir Wilkins from the Job Jobber Cheers podcast. Shout out Sir Wilkins. Him and his co host I forgot uh, the young lady's name, but they had Bianca Belair on, and they had her on for about, like, an hour, and they were, you know, just in the green room talking, and, you know, people can, like, send messages and, like, emojis and gifts and reply and, you know, stuff like that. So, I mean, it's it's a fun little thing, man. I know the ringer use it. I know it's, uh, Peter Rosenberg of cheap I know those guys use it from time to time. So I figured this is the next step in the evolution of what we do here. And uh, I'm excited to do that. We will be doing some green rooms coming up here in the near future. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are, are you excited about this?
1: Sounds like fun. Some shoulder content, some the, some uh, different discussions that maybe don't make it on the main show, or maybe some breaking news could take place, and we just you know rattle together and we put something out there. Should yeah, I, th-
0: I think I think that's that's what we can really use this for the green room, you know, because like people, you know, they can they can you know they can uh, they can ask to speak if 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 need be, you know, if we let them, and I think it's just a better way for us to get in touch with our audience, and yeah, so like I can record. Uh, the the green room, the session, and then I could just throw it up on the main feed and YouTube later on. So it'll it'll be out there forever. I'm I'm excited about that. Um, a lot has happened in the wrestling world. Uh, you know, WrestleMania happened, so we know that that was our main focus. Uh, last weekend, last week, but uh, Samoa Joe is officially all elite. He made an appearance at a uh, Ring of Honor. Uh, it was a Super Card of Honor when uh Jay Lethal attacked Jonathan Gresham, the undisputed Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion. And uh, Samoa Joe came out there and, and, you know, just huge pop. And what are your thoughts on Samoa Joe uh, back back in in in-ring action?
1: I'm excited. Um, You know, the end of Samoa Joe's career in WWE was kind of a a question mark because it just kind of ended. We didn't know too, too much. He spoke on it a little bit that he had some injuries. He had like a concussion that kind of wouldn't really go away. And he comes back to Ring of Honor and makes sense. You know, made his name there in Ring of Honor. Still don't know too, too much on exactly what ring of honor will look like going forward. Uh, We saw Samojo this past week on dynamite. We'll talk about that, but um, you know, he looked okay. I I think he still kind of has put a little bit extra weight on. So hopefully maybe he can, you know, kind of lose that. And, but I don't think he's going to be relied upon to do too much. Like he's not going to be there every single week wrestling all the time. He's going to be in the tournament. It looks like he's doing something with Jay lethal. And if that is more kind of on the ROH side, like that's cool. I don't think you need to have Joe wrestle all the time, just kind of have him be a special attraction every now and then type guy. And also, you know, more behind the scenes can help as well.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, You know, I'm excited for Joe, but we're uh, going to talk about him later on when we get to the, uh, his match with Max Caster, the the rap, the rap was nice. Uh, Outside of the ring, Juicy Finau signs with MLW. I know Juicy announced uh, a few weeks ago that he was taking some time off between July and November. To heal up, you know, I mean, Juicy's a big guy and he's, you know, he's, he's been working like non-stop for these last few months or all year, really. I know he's going to be at a GCW uh, this Sunday in in San Francisco. We're going to talk about that at the end of the show. But uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Big Toko signing with MLW?
1: Good for him. Uh You know, I didn't, re- after, you know, before, during the pandemic, didn't know too, too much about him. But then, we show up, been going to some West Coast Pro show, and I've been very uh, impressed by him. You know, I, I could see the growth kind of every time I've gone. Cause like I think the first time I saw him, you can tell, you know, he's a big dude. He was kind of still green, but you, I mean, he's really developed and he's connected with the crowd. And it's nice to see that he's, uh, you know, made the move with MLW.
0: Absolutely. Shout out, shout out, uh, shout out Big Toko. Pat Buck has resigned from WWE. He was a producer, backstage agent. And he looks like he's back in the ring. You know, he's, you know, he runs a creative pro in a Jersey. Um, you know, are, are you, are you a Pat Buck guy? Do you, are you familiar? To be with honest, I board? did not
1: even know who he was until he did like that little storyline with Braun Strowman. I, was there Strowman on raw where he was like, kind of just like that foil for Strowman for some reason. So I honestly, I don't really know too, too much about him. I have learned that he, you know, works with Brian Myers, I think over in Jersey and it's like a trainer and he, uh, produced, I believe, wasn't it the the main event, the biggest WrestleMania main event of all time?
0: Yes, so, uh, yes, 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 it did.
1: Kind of hard to you know go up from there. I know. do too much better.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll just uh, leave while you're up. Leave while you're yeah. up. And then uh, the new the story that's been uh, out there for the past week. Nash Carter. Well, it had just happened yesterday, but Nash Carter has been released by WWE. He just won the NXT Tag Team Championship with. Uh, Wesley, you know, they were MSK or are MSK. Uh, They wanted to stand and deliver. So this is uh, this is interesting. A reigning champion uh, f- released by the company. Now, obviously, he was released because uh, he he was married to uh, Kimberly. You know, Kim- I mean, Kimberly, she, she you know, she, she's a very good talent and, and everything. But, uh, you know, so she claims that he hit her and abused her domestic violence and. Uh, she posted photos of like the abuse and she said a split lip, but it didn't really look split to me. Um, I'm not saying that he didn't do it or it didn't happen. I'm just saying from my observation. Um, What are your, what are your thoughts on this whole thing, man? It's definitely a complicated,
1: sensitive issue. Um, I'm not going to take sides either way, but it was interesting because she started tweeting stuff out. I believe you know late last week, so like Thursday, Friday, there was rumblings, and she was not threatening, but she was like saying things about what you know she's alleging Nash Carter of doing. And then you come to uh, Saturday, and then they win the title, and it's like uh, okay, like you, you know these things are brewing, and then they give him the title, and then I think she she tweeted out some like more things, and then. Obviously she like posted like a photo of him with like a, a Hitler mustache and doing the Nazi salute and I'm not saying that was a last straw or anything like that, but it, it was interesting timing that, you know, they put the title on him when all this stuff was still going on, whether that was a plan beforehand or not. I don't know. I'm not going to speculate. And then uh, he gets released. They they're plugging. He was supposed to have a tag title match next week on NXT. And so now um, it's going to be very awkward, very, weird for them to, uh, kind of explain this away. I'm not saying you should keep him, have him drop in next week and then release him, Um, but it is definitely a, a complicated matter. And I do feel really bad for Wesley. Cause I mean, I liked MSK. I thought they were a good tag team. They were, you know, had their hits and misses, but I think they had good character work and Wesley, you know, it's just one of the downsides of being in a tag team that you can do everything right, but you're kind of, attached to another person and if they mess up unfortunately for better force you kind of go down with and not saying not's going to happen to him i think he is talented but he's a little bit on the smaller side he has a good character but in wwe you know being a small good wrestler especially NXT 2.0 right now might not get you very far
0: yeah he's he's gonna have to fig- uh, figure something out i mean like there there have been controversies with with other talent talent and they've, one championships. The best example is the Usos, you know, with new DUIs and stuff. And I think it's happened twice, and they've acquired tag team championships on both occasions. So it's just, I'm I'm not comparing, you know, DUIs and domestic violence. I'm just saying, you know, controversies and championship wins and all that. Uh it's and unfortunate. Got Matt Riddle too. Yeah, Matt Riddle, Matt. Of course, it's it's unfortunate, man. Uh that's yeah, that's kind of the thing. Like you just said, you can do everything right, but you know, you are stuck to one another person when you're in a tag team. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Hopefully everything gets resolved. Um, If he did do this, you know, POS, uh, if he didn't, then I don't know why this, she decided to do this. It's just, it's a very delicate, touchy situation inside the ring. FTR won the ring of honor tag team championships. They defeated the Briscoes. I think the Briscoes were on like on their 10th, 11th or 12th rant run with the championships. Um, can FTR make a claim to be the uh, the best tag team of all time? Okay. I mean, look, I mean, think I'm mean, think, about, think about it NXT, Raw, SmackDown, AEW, AAA, and now the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships.
1: Best ever definitely is a uh, or strong,
0: the, the, the best of this generation. It's definitely a strong claim, but that's of this generation. I mean, can
1: we say they that? have they? I mean, you definitely can put them up there. I mean, you think you got to put them, you know, it's them, the Young Bucks. I mean.
0: I, I mean, is that I kinda, young bucks new day usos
1: yeah and, and you know new day usos and i think that's kind of the foursome that you have to talk about but um the ftr i think have been phenomenal i love them all the way going back to nxt uh, i haven't really watched too, uh, really anything of uh wrestlemania weekend but i've heard so much buzz about this ftr briscoes match that uh, I probably should go out of my way and watch it just because, uh, spoiler alert, I really did love their tag match on Dynamite this week. And so if that was possibly better than that match, then I definitely need to go see it. And yeah. I mean, FTR as a babyface, I don't think I would have seen it clicking, but I-, I think it's I mean, they're not even really doing too much different. Like they're just they're just not doing like heelish tactics. They're just an old school kick ass baby face tag team. And um, it's working for them. Congrats.
0: Yes. Uh, FTR, they, they they were the kings of the false fit, <clears throat> the false finish in, in WWE. And one thing I really love that they did, you know, when one guy would put his feet on the ropes, they had the white towel that they would cover their feet so the ref doesn't really notice it. I always love just little things like that. Yeah, I heard the Briscoe's match is completely different from the uh, from the Young Bucks match. They worked two completely different tag matches within the last like week, and they're they're both fantastic. So that's awesome. All right, uh, we we're supposed to be joined by Brian I don't. We're getting pretty deep into the show. Let me, uh, should, we, should we see if he's coming?
1: I mean, I guess you could see, you know, a little behind the curtain. This was supposed to start about eh, 40-something minutes ago. We started however long, you know, 10, 15 minutes ago. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still was- hasn't shown up. You know, it have been fun to talk to him about his WrestleMania experience. Exactly, exactly. out, see what's going down. But, you know, he said he got to handle business. We understand, you know, little took a little bit of a vacation these last couple of days. So now you got to get back to work. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Even though some might say this is work,
0: this this is this is the job. This is the jab. All right, we we'll talked about it. WrestleMania two happened on this day in nineteen eighty six. Um, King Kong Bundy and Hulk Hogan. Obviously, you have what T and uh, Piper in the the boxing match, the fight, whatever. Wrestling challenge on this day, nineteen ninety two. Owen Hart and Coco Beware debuted as a tag team. Nitro 1997, uh, the Ultimo Dragon wins the uh, Cruiserweight Championship, I believe. Ready to rumble on this day in 2000. Raw on this day in 2003, The Rock wrestles Jeff Hardy. WrestleMania 29 in 2013, the twice-in-a-lifetime match with Rock and Cena for the WWE title. Uh, you have Taker and, uh, you have Taker and uh, Punk. You have Lesnar and Hunter. Um, WrestleMania 29 wasn't bad. Raw on this day in 2014, Paige defeats AJ Lee to become the Divas Champion. NXT TakeOver New Orleans 2018. Shayna Baszler defeats Ember Moon to become the NXT Women's Champion. Um, WrestleMania 35 2019. Obviously, Kofi Mania happened. I was just watching the uh, the video back from of uh, the little watch party I was at. And, man, it still, it still gives me goosebumps to know that Kofi did it, man. I was proud, proud of him. Still am. Um, also, that's the WrestleMania where, you know, Becky Lynch becomes Becky 2 belts. Sanjay Dutt is 40. David Otunga is 42. And draws. It's 53. Any thoughts about the things that happened on this day? You see clearly? Better place in a broken room?
1: Happy birthday to uh, everybody. WrestleMania. I know it would make sense. We have a lot of WrestleMania takeovers and raw after mania anniversaries. And, uh, you know, I think outside of WrestleMania 2, which could arguably be one of the worst WrestleManias of all time. uh, You know, 29 was good. 35 had its moments very long, but uh, everything else, you know,
0: 29 wasn't long.
1: No, I was talking about 35.
0: 35. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't
1: that bad. Yeah, I mean, ask the people there in New York who had to get home and then like it was so late the trains weren't operating. Well, that's their fault. That's yeah. the train's fault. Their their fault for taking public transportation.
0: Uh, it's, it's the train's fault.
1: Be a real American and drive and pay forty dollars for parking. Exactly. Like what? and it gets stuck in traffic for two hours. Yes. And go to bed at three o'clock. Yes. And then wake up for your job at seven.
0: Yes, or call out. Exactly. Be
1: a real American. Yes, brother.
0: Be a real American. We weren't going to go there. Sorry, sorry. We weren't going to go there. You know, yesterday was the 25th anniversary of We Coming for You. Did you know that? I did. I saw that on the internet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Memorable moment. Never forget. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, tomorrow's an anniversary as well. Do you know what it is? Tomorrow's
1: anniversary, April 8th.
0: Yes, April
1: 8th.
0: April 8th. Um, it wouldn't be a bullet cast anniversary, is it? No, no, no. It's not oh, a okay. bullet anniversary. It's okay. a uh it's a wrestling anniversary.
1: Huh? Huh? Come on. I don't know, Philip. What is it?
0: Guess, 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 guess,
1: Your first time watching a WrestleMania or something.
0: No, I bought this thing from there.
1: You go. oh, The Ziggler, the Ziggles cash in.
0: Yes. What what is it coming up? What? Nine years? It's crazy. It's crazy. It was nine years ago, man. I loved it. absolutely loved it. Let's get into the fan mail, shall we? Sure. Why not? Yep. As we still await for uh, Mr. Mr. Tronic.
1: He's going to make his run at the very end of the show. He's going to make the end all about him.
0: I know, Right. Uh, Dan, can you explain why Edge's new character makes so much sense? Um, well, it, it makes sense, doesn't it, Brandon.
1: Um, I guess.
0: I guess. Mean,
1: I, I, I mean, I don't know. I couldn't tell exactly the tone of the uh, emailer's question if he was being sarcastic or not, because I don't understand it personally. Because he's been this lovable, baby face, family man for so long, and now he's just gonna, you know, turn on a dime.
0: I mean, bruh, you have to think about it. And then we also saw Roman, at Wrestle- Reigns also saw in, at the no, Hall listen, of Fame. listen, listen listen, it listen, up with Beth. listen, listen, listen. Roman Reigns embarrassed him at last year's WrestleMania, stacked him on top of Daniel Bryan and pinned both of them, got screwed out of the Universal title by Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins went into that man's home, was looking at pictures and laughing and eating apples and whatnot. Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, you would, you would, you would, you would, you would change, you would change it up, you know, having Miz talk trash to you and whatnot. Yeah, you would, you would change it up. You would get tired of the BS because he he's he's lost quite a bit since being back. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, you you, you tried, and I'll give you props. You know, it it made sense. Of course, it makes sense. sense.
0: Yes, because he's on his mountain of omnipotence. I feel like that one. I have to do podcasts with people who aren't on my level. You know what I mean? Yep. I had to step down from my mountain of omnipotence. But like, oh my god! All right, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Jack of all trades. Congrats to Cody uh, on coming home. What a show on Saturday he put on! It was the perfect return slash re debut. From when wrestling has more than one royal family hit to the ovation from his song's first word, adrenaline. Uh, his attire, his walk down the ramp, his face—everything was excellent. The match with uh, um, uh, was stellar. Uh, congrats, Mister Rhodes. Go achieve the dream. Uh, for your father, become the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. It's nice to see that the star that left us all in the dust is back on the biggest stage imaginable, where he belongs. That was nice. That was very
1: eloquent. Nice. Sounded like a Cody Rhodes promo.
0: Yes, 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 yes. No, I've worked with I've worked with Cody on you know, all those. Uh, was uh, on those problems. You, you know that, right? Oh, you didn't know? Are uh, you as a uh,
1: personal thesaurus? The fourth,
0: the fourth, personal, the personal th- 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 Perth- th- th- yep. All right, uh, in brightest day X, I can't even hear you,
1: Mr. X. Sorry, I'm out, I'm out here doing things, so I didn't have the zoom open. I tried to be fancy, and it wasn't working.
0: Oh my god. Uh, it was exciting to see Stone Cold uh, opening up cans of whoop ass on KO as well as uh, many cans of his new American lager throughout the match. Uh, then to see him show up the next night, take out uh, everyone, including dropping Vince with the worst and most hilarious sell of the stunner ever. Look, he's 76, man. Like, come on, man. we can. I mean, when he was 56, he wasn't selling good stunners. Okay, but he's seventy six now. Like, let's 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 leave it alone, guys. Like, Linda McMahon still took the worst stunner of all time,
1: and don't forget when he got pre mad when or pre scared when they hit Austin Theory's music, and he thought he was Steve Austin's music. Yeah, all that good stuff.
0: Uh, that being said, how much longer can they keep cashing in on the nostalgia pop of the Attitude Era? I guess forever, man. Like, it's, yep, just
1: wait, dude. I mean, It's going to be WrestleMania 46, 76, all of them.
0: Yeah. The 76, we're going to be cashing in on, you know, Roman coming out and Superman punching dudes. <laughs> yeah.
1: So we got the the stars of yesterday beating the stars well, in 10, of today. In, 10,
0: like in, in like five or 10 years, we're going to be cashing in on the ruthless aggression era all the time. And then 10, you know, five and a half years after that, we're going to be cashing in on, you know, the, the Roman era.
1: Yeah, it's just going to be one vicious cycle of, you know, yesterday's beating today's stars, but then today's stars going to be tomorrow's stars and so on and so on.
0: And so on and so, and on, so on, and on. Returns so on are going on. to
1: be less and less and less because let's be honest, the attitude era stars are bigger than today's stars. And who knows what today's star is going to look like 10 years from now. It's, it's a whole thing.
0: It's it's a whole thing. All right. Uh, Wesley's wife is claiming that Kimberly. Uh, what? Wait, Wesley's wife is claiming that Kimberly. Okay, uh, Wesley's wife is claiming that Kimberly is one who'd been uh, mentally abusing Nash Carter. Oh, okay. Uh, I've seen. Uh, I've even seen JTG in support. Uh, is supporting Carter. Uh, some are saying you can't even see any mark on her lip. Um, there appear to be two sides of the uh, story now. If he did it hit his wife, F him. Uh, if it comes out she's been uh, the one taking false claims of something that didn't happen, then shame on her. I don't know. Uh, this whole thing is getting more confusing by the day. Yeah, we, we just elaborated on that. I'm sorry, but I cannot walk with Ezekiel. I got that weird, uh, this isn't good feeling in my stomach again watching the new debut of his gimmick. Well, we're going to talk about Ezekiel. We're going to talk about that. Um, then lastly, Mr. X says, also just want to give uh, a shout out to Strictly for the Culture. They've been showing uh, me appreciation and respect for the work I do on Twitter uh, for a while now, and I can't think uh, th- thank uh, them enough for it. They even posted a very humbling message uh, for me on my birthday this past Friday. All the respect of the world for them. I didn't know it was his birthday. I didn't
1: know I don't, that. Yeah, Mr. X, it was, your birthday was on Friday. This one, Kerbos and sure Shots recorded. You should have said something. You gotta let we, us we have, know,
0: man. We would have dedicated the whole show to you. Yeah, this this show is dedicated to Mr. X's belated birthday. Clap it up. Clap it up. Happy birthday, Mr. X. Uh, you have done some great work for our show. Your your designs are in, embedded uh, forever in time on the Bullet Cast Championships, which you uh, have to get a picture of, young man. Then now forever. Then now forever. You have to get a picture with those. Um, yeah, all right, let's move on. So, Monday Night Raw kicks off with the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. It's still crazy for saying this, isn't it? Isn't it crazy for saying this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, Cody comes out there, he uh, you know, he, just an ovation. They WWE released a 40 second clip of him just getting cheered. That's that's awesome. You know, he, he, And, you know, just he, he has an open mic, you know, no no script. And that's that that's that's excellent. He talks about why he's back and he shows a photo of his dad from 1977 holding the WWF or the WWF championship, which he actually hold, uh, has Dan Lambert uh, bestowed it upon him before he left AEW. So he has the physical title that his dad's holding in that picture, which is cool. And he took. Talks about how when he was eight years old, he knew he had to win that title, put it in his dad's hands. He says, unfortunately, that that uh cannot physically, even though he physically can't put it in his dad's hands, he can still achieve the um. I mean, he could. Uh, he can't put it in his dad's hands. I mean, he can. He he goes on to say he can still get this done and achieve the American dream.
1: I mean, I yeah, you know, I don't know if they cremated Dusty. Then yes, you can't. But you you know.
0: I I don't know. I mean, know. I
1: think you I think you do know. No, I I don't. Know. What I'm talking about. What
0: are your thoughts on Cody's promo? Um, I enjoyed it.
1: I thought it was a good Cody promo. Um, you know, he he said a lot, but he also kind of said nothing. Kind of at the same time. I did like you know his mission statement. It was like an AEW promo, but it was better because it had a focal point. It had a mission. It was about going after the WWE Championship. And I like that. I like having a mission statement, you know, coming back. it, You know, the problem with the CM Punk promo a little bit, when he came back was he didn't really, he just was just talking. He didn't like actually, you know, say why he was back in AEW. I think Cody did a nice job stating why he is in WWE. You know, he didn't bury AEW too much. You know, he talked about it. He always wanted to be here in WWE and it made sense. Um, That being said, you know, the story that they're laying is one to believe in. Now, I don't believe it because you're just going to completely ignore the NWA titles. And, you know, and let's be honest, in 1977, when that picture was taken, the NWA title was a bigger deal than the WWF title because that was a true countrywide, worldwide title. Now,
0: what do you not- What do you? They were they were both up there. Oh, you can't just, just start discrediting the WWE. I'm not
1: discrediting the, the WWF title. I'm just saying at it was that di- point, look. the WWF was a territory in the Northeast, while the NWA title was something that was a traveling championship around the country and sometimes the world.
0: The WWF championship traveled around the world, too.
1: Not as much as the NWA title. It did. Not as
0: much. If there were if there were shows in Japan and Shanghai and Abu Dhabi and Germany and Austria, the title was defended. Mm-hmm.
1: And in Brazil, where the IC title was created.
0: Yes. Yes. You see? Come on. Stop. But yes, you know, Cody, Cody wants to, to be the WWE champion and I, it's going to happen. Now, the question is, do you think he's the one to defeat Roman? Because if he if he does that, then he he's he's made for life.
1: I mean, Cody is locked down for multiple years. You know he's not going anywhere. You can't say the same for a lot of people that might have contracts coming due, even like Roman. Like, who knows? Roman might be the next rock, John Cena, Batista, and go off to Hollywood and do something. Brock Lesnar, you can't commit to him being around forever. So you know Cody's gonna be around for a couple years. That being said, I mean, who knows? This might be the hottest Cody is in WWE right now. Do you strike when the iron's hot and maybe go it at, you know, Money in the Bank or SummerSlam in a stadium show? Or do you try to build, tell a long-term story and build that up to next year's mania when maybe the rock isn't gonna be there? So you have Cody versus Roman, you know, double title on the line.
0: Do I they mean, want to? I think what you do, you give him like some other stories, like a a story or two. And before he eventually gets to, you know, the uh, the the championship picture, like, well, I, I say SummerSlam, like have Roman beat whoever the money in the bank cash in guy is, you know, like have have him just beat that person. And, you know, or have hell have Cody win the money in the bank and say and, or, and announce that SummerSlam I'm challenging or something like that, you know? I don't
1: know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know exactly where they go, which makes things interesting. The problem with Roman is he's beaten pretty much everybody, especially on SmackDown. Uh, Drew is still a viable option. Now, could Drew be the one to take the title? Lastly,
0: the, he's getting ready for a babyface run after this almost thing, where well, he's a babyface now. We're going to talk about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it just also... Depends on what they want to do with the titles. Do they want to do the Becky thing where they split it up right away? Is he going to hold both the titles for a long well, time? Is, is he going to I've, hold both titles as long as he holds the universal title? Because that's the true title reign he's on right now.
0: Yeah, I think it's because, uh, you know, this is what another world championship run now. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I think, I think what they're doing, you know, with this whole Roman thing is you know they're just they're just they still don't know they really still don't know who's gonna beat him
1: which i'm fine with like i am fine with roman holding the title you know not forever but for a really long time kind of establishing a modern bruno san martino-esque yeah. type reign not yeah, he needs I've... to hold it for seven years but if he holds it for three thank, three four thank years you
0: thank you see that's what I'm trying between tell people Man, could you you imagine if social media was around during Bruno's run? People, People would have been sick. People would have been sick. Yeah, I mean, but it's also you
1: have to tell interesting stories. Like you can't just have Roman beat everybody. You need to have people who you could believe could beat Roman. And you need to also not have a set plan in place. Like if someone gets super hot, if Cody is on fire, then don't be afraid to pull the trigger. If Braun Breaker gets hot, don't be afraid to pull the trigger or even, you know, a Kevin Owens or Seth Rollins. If they get to that point, which I think it's very hard for them to get to that point, don't be afraid to, you know, use the Roman rub onto someone else. Because who knows if you can, you know, strike that type of, you know, heat again.
0: It's very true. It's very true. Uh, Bianca Belair's promo, she talk, you know, she gives a a, a nice mission statement. Uh, she wants to wrestle everybody. She takes off the glasses. You see her eye. Jesus Christ! Uh, she said yesterday on the uh, on the uh, on the green room that you know her eyes still like swollen shut, like she can't even open it, which is crazy. What do you think?
1: I mean, uh, <clears throat> saw the photo on Sunday. Look nasty. Still look nasty on uh, Monday. I thought it was a good, once again, it was like a kind of a mission statement, like what Cody did. You know, she talked about everything that went down with uh, Becky. You know, Becky tried to do everything, try to blind her, and she still couldn't beat her. So, you know, good, straightforward, you know, sports-like uh, champion promo. Uh, I, I still, th- I don't, we still have WrestleMania Backlash. I don't know what that card looks like if it is truly like WrestleMania rematches. But if they want to go in a different direction, have be- and you know have Bianca do whatever, I think the you know the future of WWE's women's division needs to be Bianca and Rhea. We're seeing the seeds possibly be planted of a Rhea heel turn. So if that's kind of the end game of Bianca and Rhea, wherever that may be, I'm I'm all down for that.
0: Okay, 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 all right. We do have WrestleMania backlash. Um, yeah. Yeah, you remember when WWE used to do WrestleMania Rewind on like regular TV? You remember that?
1: I was thinking of like the WrestleMania Rewind, like the the network show.
0: No, it was it would be like uh matches that happened at WrestleMania would take place on like Raw, you know, in, like getting ready for WrestleMania season. Like I know they did. I think it was like oh, I think it was like oh eight or 09. They did they did Jericho versus Michaels again, and then they did a. I think they even did the Cena, Orton, Triple H, Triple Threat again or something like that. Yeah. Good stuff. I I think they should bring WrestleMania Rewind back. What about you? I mean. Could could you imagine getting Brock versus Roman on like like Raw? Like an actual like like 15-minute match?
1: I mean, for the most part, you probably have seen some of those matches on television before. Not obviously like the celebrity matches, but like, you know, like the tag team matches, you've seen them, especially like the men's tag team matches, you, the Raw one. You've seen that one a thousand different
0: times. Not, I'm not talking about like recently. I'm talking about like you know, like a couple of years from now. You know what I'm saying? Like, You're gonna
1: break out Undertaker and Shawn Michaels again?
0: No, not not like that. I'm talking about like with the current crop of talent we have now. Like, like I could I could see them doing like Oscar and Charlotte on TV again. You know what I'm saying? Where's Oscar? Where is Oscar? is yes, Oscar. You think Oscar would spoil on um, Bianca's party? Like let let Bianca have a decent run than like at I don't know. No, actually no. We we need Bianca to to have the title until Survivor series because you know if she beats Charlotte Flair, she's gonna be the first person to ever defeat all four horsewomen. Look at that. Yeah. History. I know. it's her her history. Her story. her story, her story, yes, there we go. Yes, That's the only second black ever Royal Rumble winner. Shout out Bianca. MVP turns on Bobby Lashley, he has a new client, and it's Omas. What are your thoughts? Um,
1: you know, it's typical kind of WWE swerve culture. Um, I, I don't think Lashley really needs MVP, he's a fine talker. Omas definitely needs a, a mouthpiece, a talker, and uh, who knows what Omas's plans are going forward with Lashley beating him at WrestleMania? Which I I know I picked Lashley to win, but I thought that was interesting that they actually had him uh, beat Omas when that's kind of his whole thing as his veil of in you know invincibility. But you know it, it's fine. And hey man, that
0: kidney shot spear really did it. That's what did it exactly.
1: In. You know it don't matter how big you are if you take a, a kidney or liver kick, you're you're down for the count.
0: I like how it, that's what did Brock in too. I'm like oh. All right. That diverticulitis. Oh man, that's 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 when he lost to Kane, right? Yeah. Suffering from that diverticulitis. I wonder they never did a rematch, huh? Nope. So I wonder well, like ha- you know,
1: there was actually there was a rematch in uh, Saudi Arabia.
0: Oh yeah, Brock won. So yeah. We yeah,
1: he know. got his back.
0: We need a we need a rubber match now. If Kane is Kane out of jail yet, do we know?
1: Mm, I don't think so.
0: Yeah. I wonder, like, if Brock hadn't been suffering from diverticulitis, if he was 100% healthy, wh- how that actual fight would have went.
1: It is, a, it is a what if. Yeah, I mean, Kane he, was on the rise, and Brock never exactly was the most
0: polished uh, wrestler or he was you know, just, fighter in the world. He was just pow, pow, pow. Yeah, because, you know, people were like, oh, Kane beat that ass. I'm like, bro, he had diverticulitis. Like, calm, calm down. He, 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 he wasn't healthy. Brock was fighting at like 75%. Yeah. Uh, what else happened on Raw? Veer is here. He came. He came. He came all over the Mysterios.
1: He came, he saw, and he came again.
0: He came all over the Mysterios like a batch of Honey Nut Cheerios, brother. Yep. Damn, that's, that's a bore. I need, to, I need to write that down. Um, What are your thoughts on Veer coming? What are your thoughts of, of his submission? I thought he was gonna like, oh, he's gonna do the camel clutch. Oh, that's original, but no, he he threw the arm back and was like, ah.
1: I mean, the Veer thing is interesting. The Dominic losing to Miz in like thirty seconds was like, wow. Okay, I I guess we're doing that. Um, But Veer, Veer coming. Um, it's overdue. You know, he's said he's been cut. He's going to be coming for a long time. He did finally came. Um. He he's like an interesting guy because like on Twitter he's like very you know intellectual and he's whatever you know he's not like you know he he's a interesting fellow and he I think you can do more with just like you know the screaming big Indian guy so uh we we sh- we shall see uh, does Walter
0: Callis in- still work for the company oh, oh what was his name Raj Mahal who was we colleague
1: uh, I don't know
0: hell get remember back in the eighties when everybody had a manager.
1: Bring back more managers.
0: I know. Because, like, I remember, like, it was WrestleMania 3. Jimmy Hart was, like, managed, like, three different matches. Bring back the managers, man. You think I could be a manager? Of course. Do you, 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 you think I could do that?
1: You can do anything you put your mind to, Philip.
0: I mean, I, I feel like I have the, the gift of gab on occasion, you know. Shout out to my homie, the gift of Deb. Hope to see the homie at uh, GCW this weekend. But I, 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 I might want to try my hand at the managing aspect of the business you know not just the commentary you know what i
1: mean i feel you know spread your wings
0: spread my wings yes veer came is the name of this episode and i love it (laughs) i absolutely love it uh ezekiel debuts and i swear to god i popped i'm like oh my god it's ezekiel jackson i ran and got my silver ecw championship i was happy but no it It is the younger brother of Elias, um, that dude is jacked. I like the gear. You know, I'm, I'm a fan. He interrupted Kevin Owens and uh, KO. He said, "If if if you don't leave, something's gonna happen, and nothing happened."
1: Yeah, um, you know, not exactly the the best thing for Kevin to be doing post Stone Cold. I thought maybe you know give him some a little more, but um, yeah, Ezekiel coming out the alleged younger brother of Elias. Some people might say it is Elias just with a shaved beard.
0: No, it's, it's the younger brother confirmed.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: But, um, I've seen the birth
1: certificate. I, I, I don't know what this is leading to. Like I'm intrigued like slightly, but not like intrigued as in like, I'm excited to see what happens. I'm just kind of wondering what happens. Um, you know, Elias, his issue wasn't the gimmick and like, you know, him playing music. It was, the music, the gimmick was kind of hiding his flaws as like a wrestler. So now you take all that away. I, I just, I don't know. Oh, uh, you know, Elias
0: at. was decent. man. like he, he was pretty agile. Like he would do the, uh, you know, like how McAfee did the, uh, the, the vertical jump up to the, uh, the top rope. Elias would do that on occasion. Like so, I mean, he, he, he was decent. Yeah, man. but he
1: was way over compared to his, you know, push would suggest. Like you know. I think his gimmick definitely helped him. So you take all that away, I, I just I don't know what Ezekiel what this does for him. And when was what the last he time do. we saw Elias? Well, technically the last time was when he buried Elias, and then he just
0: well when when was that? It was like September, right? Or...
1: Like yeah, six eight months ago. It was a long time. I don't know if they're gonna acknowledge that. You know, tease and peace to Ezekiel. You know, tease and peace for his uh, dead brother, but.
0: Well are we gonna get Elias like a, isn't uh, gonna, dead, He's just not in the company anymore.
1: Are we gonna get like a mankind type thing where Ezekiel and Elias talk to each other? I hope they they pre-tape that before he shaved. That'd be hilarious.
0: The, yeah, I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that. Or just get him a yeah, I, th- I think that'd be that'd be something. But uh I I, I like Ezekiel. Uh, I'm, I'm a, I think it's something. Something's going on. Uh Yeah. Also, Braun Breaker wins the NXT title back from Dolph Ziggler. People were shocked that Ziggler uh, retained its stand and deliver, but then he dropped it to uh, Braun on Raw. So, you know, two successful title defenses for Mr. Ziggles. Uh, what are your thoughts on the title run of Dolph Ziggler?
1: I mean, you know, it, it's Dolph Ziggler holding the NXT championship. It it's served really nice. its purpose. Yeah, it was there. You know, he did good work, but it's just, you know, having Ziggler – in NXT as kind of, you know, Ziggler's a lower mid-card type guy and having him hold the whoa, NXT whoa, championship. Whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. Not saying
1: he's a lower mid-card talent. I'm just saying he's a lower mid-card guy. He,
0: he He's he's high mid-card, low main event. Okay. I don't okay. know okay, why you would that. I didn't
1: know this was 2013, but... um yeah,
0: I'm looking at the thing. It is 2013. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, uh, 2013 in my room every day, man. You know,
1: Braun winning was, you know, kind of shock, not shocking, but it was just interesting that you have him lose a takeover and then you have him win in front of the raw takeover. crowd. Sorry, stand deliver. Oh, I Sorry, stand deliver. RIP T's and P's to takeover. over. Um, but I mean, I, I asked this last week on what the raw after mania crowd will look like. And, you know, kind of outside that Cody promo, like they were kind of dead throughout. And, you know, I know it's a two night WrestleMania. There's a lot of stuff going on. So they probably retired, but if you would have told me, four years ago that we're going to get an NXT title match on the raw after WrestleMania, the crowd would have gone absolutely insane for that, but it was just like another throwaway raw match. Like they, they got them at the end. Like it was still a good match, but it just wasn't the same intensity that you would have expected from an NXT title match on raw.
0: Thoughts on the new NXT championship.
1: I mean, it's cool. You know, it's similar. The raw and women's title have like little, it's not paint splatter, which when you first told me, I thought that's kind of what it was. But you know, it's kind of like embedded color, yeah. so kind of you know blends. It's kind of like uh,
0: oh, what's that? What's the term? It's like rainbowish, you know, like with certain things, like you move it around a light, and it like shows off a rainbow of different colors. I, oh.
1: I know what you're talking about, yeah. but I, I'm I, not I, a scientist. I, th- I don't know how that. I don't know what the word is.
0: I, I can't think of the actual name, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what it looks like, and like it doesn't look terrible. So I'm fine with that. We were going to talk NXT, but, you know, Tronic's not here. Was gonna, that was going to be his segment. But uh, we're going to move on. Brandon, take it away for AEW. I don't mind.
1: Yep, we kick it off with Adam Cole. baby taking on Christian Cage. I haven't seen too much of Christian lately, especially a Dynamite, in the ring. Uh, Cole and Christian have a, a pretty lengthy match. You know, kind of going over 10 minutes. Cole gets the win and, um, yeah, you know, good solid match. We continue the feud with him, Page, and then uh, Red Dragon and uh, Jurassic Express. Hangman Page comes out and he challenge crazy. They're in Texas once again, still have been to California yet, but they've been in Texas like three times in the past month. They, uh, they being Adam Page challenges Adam Cole to a Texas death match on Rampage next Friday. So we're going to get a, a big old gruesome, bloody Texas deathmatch for the AEW title. Um, could this be the place where Paige actually drops the title? Um, you know, you can do a screwy finish. You can do something. Cole actually wins. CM Punk is, I would assume CM Punk is challenging for the title, whoever it is at Double or Nothing. But it does. I don't think it needs to be Paige. It doesn't need to be Cole. So I think this one can go either way.
0: Okay.
1: i think adam cole needs to win i agree um i think you probably they didn't want him to they didn't want page to lose at revolution just because that was like his first title defense and so if you're gonna have him if it is ultimately going to cole you know give him a title defense have him lose again problem is you know once he loses then he's not gonna get another title shot but it you know it is what it is and uh, i'm I still think AEW does the death match, bloody type matches too much. I mean, we had a a throwaway tables match on Dynamite this week. No blood, but still kind of a hardcore type match. And we're getting another one next week. And once again, should be Should be a great match. Hot crowd. Once again, I I know, you know, the fatigue factor does play a a thing, but a Dynamite crowd, a random Dynamite crowd in Boston was hotter than the Rod for WrestleMania
0: crowd. They're gonna claim, "Oh, we were tired." How can you be tired of wrestling? If you know, one SummerSlam. only we had week. someone who was there. One SummerSlam week. You, you, know what I did? I watched sixty-six hours and eighty-two minutes of wrestling, and then I was hot for SummerSlam. There you go. Built different. I am built different. I'm built different for this business, boy. Speck on my name. God damn it, Jesus. A photo popped up on my phone of different people with the Big Gold World Heavyweight Championship. Who's your favorite holder of the Big Gold? My favorite
1: holder of the Big Gold. You,
0: do, you want to, do you want me to read you the names that are in this? Will that help you?
1: Sure, and I'll, and I'll pick the best one.
0: Uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Goldberg, uh, Pegasus Kid, Randy Orton, DeP- Batista, Kurt Angle, Ray Mysterio, Booker T, The Undertaker, John Cena, Chris Jericho, The Great Khali, Edge, and CM Punk.
1: Yeah, see, those are kind of the names that are. Those all the title holders of the WWE World? Well, no, no, because there's other ones, but um, I think the one that kind of came to mind would would be Triple H.
0: Yes, yes, yes the the cerebral assassin, the game, uh, all about the game. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a live dynamite next week, but we'll be at a West Coast Pro. Yep. Seeing a. Uh... Who's on that card? I know Swerve was supposed to be there, but because it's live dynamite, he uh he can't rampage or live rampage. I'm sorry. Thank you, thank you, thank you. He can't attend, but uh West Coast Pro next week look like it's gonna be a fun card to get bandito going up against Fatu for the title, AJ Gray and Levi Le- uh, Levi Shapiro, Mike Bailey, Tyler East Alexander. That's gonna be fire. So yeah, a lot of a lot of good stuff, a lot of good stuff. Uh, what else happened on uh dynamite?
1: We have Samoa Joe making his AEW debut as he takes on Max Caster for the qualifier for the Owen Hart Memorial Battle Royal Tournament of Champions uh, thing. So uh, Joe gets the win. Pretty quick match. Uh, You know, Joe looked dominant. He had some fun in there, you know, doing some spots. Wins with the muscle muscle buster.
0: So we have to talk about this rap. (laughs) We have to talk. I'll play it. I'll play it. I'll play the rap. Can't really hear anything What'd you say
1: Like we couldn't really hear anything but then once we started talking It was fine
0: Oh okay I was, I was about to say Good hey, yo. Yo. I'm a like a sex position I'm a man Max He's next Division to <laughs> you talk know, you just need to be And i will that table cause you can't stop yourself and you while we give this guy a chance when we beat them in the ratings, he was their champ Thoughts thoughts on the on the rap. Could you hear it okay?
1: I, we could hear it okay to be honest. I either I was like not really paying too much attention. I didn't either remember that very last bar talking about beating nxt and he was a champ. You know that one that one got him that was that one was good.
0: Yes. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, my favorite part of the match, bro. It's not even a move. Joe hit the money. He hit the Bobby murder on that dude. And the people have inserted hot. You know what? The, the song in there. Hot yeah. you, you've seen the clue. You've seen the clue. Uh, I love Joe, man. He's he's great. Welcome back to welcome back to ring competition, man. Good match. Uh, next.
1: Uh, we had Sean Spears having a match against, what was it Captain Sean something? Whatever his name is. Captain Sean Dean, bro. Okay, I was going to say Dean. I wasn't 100% sure He's Captain Sean Dean. He's a cop, mate. He's a cop. Uh, uh, MJF on commentary. Wardlow makes the big run in destroying all the cops or all the security guards. But then the cops make the save. But uh Spears still distracted so then Dean gets the roll up win so now he's beaten MJF and Spears these last couple weeks uh so Warlo get under skin of the baby of the heels uh, it looks as though they're going to have some sort of match or altercation next week um I got lost in the shuffle of you know JR and Shivani and Excalibur plugging like 20 different things at like the tail end of Dynamite which is what they normally do so uh continuing with the Warlo thing he's you know he's getting over but he's done the same thing two weeks in a row when we still have over a month and a half until Double or Nothing, which I, you know, I'm i not assuming that's when the match is taking place or the big match is taking place, but we still got, you know, a long way. And you know, I don't know what else they really can do with this type of story.
0: Yeah. Are you excited for Battle of the Belts? Um, like no well, titles changed hands the last time.
1: And I don't think, especially right now, we're not going to have a title changes hands. And it's weird because we have, um, just the, the women's match of Nyla Rose and Thunder Rosa, but then you have the tag titles on Dynamite, and then you have the men's title on Rampage, that, that same night when it's being recorded. So is the Jade Cargill match going to happen on that match?
0: Yeah, but yeah, this is, again, when the world title isn't on uh, Battle of the Belts. They need to do a live one, like, you know, like how WCW used to do the live like uh, Clash of Champions back in the day on TBS for like an hour. They need to do that.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I don't know exactly how things work logistically, but just having like a battle of the belt slash dark taping on a Saturday, I think would be fun. And just have, you know, one world title match and a a Jade Cargill, they kind of squash match or something to kind of even out the hour. I think, you know, would be a lot of fun, but that's just how television works, I guess. And And they don't want, you know, if they are doing the title change, I don't think they want to be spoiled. On you know, but you know, Mick Foley's title win got spoiled and that worked out for him.
0: Yes, on my birthday, on my third birthday. Yep, so you were there. Oh. Yep, I was there, but I was watching, I was like, oah, oah. I wasn't speaking yet.
1: Yep, yep. Uh, finally, the main event we get FTR defending the ROH and AAA tag team titles up against the Young Bucks. They had uh, the ROH ring announcer uh, do the intros, which I thought was a nice touch. Um, I mean, what can you say about this match? This one goes damn near, I think like 20 minutes or something, uh, just balls to the wall. I didn't realize it's been 18 months since their first match in 2020, which I mean, time flies. Time is just a construct who knows what's going on. But, um, this match was really good. Roles reversed with the FTR being the baby faces and the young bucks being the heels in front of a hot crowd. Didn't happen. The first match, um, I quite enjoy this. You know, I said it earlier where I love this match and, if this match wasn't as good as the Briscoes match, then I definitely need to go check out the Briscoes match because I I love this match. I thought it was fantastic. The the finish, I, I think we all knew kind of FTR was gonna win, but I think they still told a, a fantastic story, kind of got me still roped into it.
0: Absolutely, man. Uh, this this was great. <laughs> this was great. I mean, they're doing each other's moves. Uh, Young Bucks hitting the Big Rig, FTR hitting the BTE trigger. I mean. I love, I love the spot where uh, I think it was Dax, and Baldwin, you know, and he was trying to make a or no, it was it was cash trying to make a tag to Dax. And then Nick super kicks uh, Dax off the thing so we couldn't get the tag. They just went for it, man. Pile drivers, more bang for your buck, which is still an awesome sequence. Uh, th- this was just this was just great tag team wrestling. man. This was awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, in the Young Bucks, when they started AEW, they wanted to show that tag team wrestling can main event can be a big deal. And I think they showed it. I do. I do, I do want
0: to. I do want to put this out into the universe. Um, FTR put out their booking email, and then Scott Bragante, owner of West Coast Pro, he 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 tweeted at them. Y'all work Fridays, so you never know.
1: You, you never know. Top guys could be coming to the West Coast pretty soon. Because we all know the AEW ain't coming to the West Coast anytime soon.
0: I would love to see them versus uh, like the West Coast Wrecking crew. I think that would be cool. Or your favorite tag team, uh, Reno Scott.
1: We You know, FTR
0: whooping that ass
1: whooping. I mean, it's just going to be a squash match. It's not going to be. It's going to be a, a one sided affair. It's not Quick, even gonna quicker be than
0: quicker than uh new day versus Ridge and Sheamus exactly. Quick, quicker it's than Miz just, versus Dominic
1: quicker than it's going to be Sheamus, Dane O'Brien, WrestleMania 28.
0: It's going to be 17 seconds instead of eight.
1: It's going to be rock. Eric Rowan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. A uh, superstar spotlight. Um, Cody, Cody, Veer, oh, you know what, you're, it's Veer, Veer came, he he came, brother, he came, you love it, Um, promo and uh, match picks, whatever you guys want, whatever, whatever you guys want, seriously, Uh, GC, Brian, Brian, what, what do you think? Cool, cool, cool. I'm the bullet Cash champion, trying castle. Yeah. That's my impersonation. I think I did a pretty good job.
1: I mean, I thought that I thought Brian was here for a second.
0: I think that's what I'm saying. Uh GCW devil in a new dress is this Sunday at the midway in San Francisco. I know I will be there. I know some Ugwa fam is gonna be there. A lot of a lot of people are gonna be there, man. It is going to be a blast. Uh I will I will go on and let's see who's on the card, shall we? Let's see. We got a uh, second gear crew going up against South Pacific Savages. Uh, so it's AJ Gray and uh, some of his homies. I, I do not know their names. I, I apologize. Uh, but they're going up against Jacob Fatu, Journey Fatu, and Juicy uh, Finau. You have Biff Busick, with former Oni, Oni Lorcan, going up against Masha Slamovich, Masha, friend of the show. You have Joey Janela going up against Dark Sheik. You have Minero Suzuki going up against Mike Bailey, which is going to be fire. You have Nick Wayne going up against Bandino. And then uh Effie's open challenge. Will Jeff Jarrett show up? Dude, if I'm gonna pop if I see Jeff Jarrett wrestling live, that that would that would be dope. That would be fire. And then uh, another one just signed is Jack Cardwell versus Jordan Oliver. So uh yeah, man, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be some uh, some fire stuff going on this weekend, man. Sounds like fun. Wish
1: I could be there, but unfortunately I'm booked. But it uh, sounds like a great time. I mean, uh, Biff Busick. Uh, he had a, I think, a banger of a match with John Moxley at Bloodsport.
0: Yeah, that, I, uh, I watched it. That thing was violent.
1: I mean, I, I loved only Lorcan in NXT. So you know, Biff Busey. I mean, I even loved Biff before he went to uh, WWE. So glad to see he's back and doing some good things.
0: Yes, coming up in GCW in LA at GCW Paranoid. Uh, Blake Christian, the former Trey Baxter in NXT, going up against Mario Suzuki. So a lot of a lot of cool stuff is going to be happening, man. So. Uh, Check out GCW. I'll be there. If you see me, come up, say hi. You know you know the gimmicks. Stay clean, stay strong, stay safe. Hope you guys have a great weekend. We the ones. Yes, sir. This
1: has been The Bullet Cast. Thank you for listening.